0: in a world where magic is everywhere monsters are real and inhibitions are non-existent atlantis is the most coveted destination and pirates make all the rules that's right the dangerous tides kickstarter is live we're bringing you six brand new books from authors like katie robert and cm nascosta These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk.
1: Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that celebrates authors who really go there. I'm Jenny Nordback.
0: And I'm Melody Carlisle. We've been so excited by everybody joining our members community, the Temple of Defiant Joy. So remember, next week is going to be our first temple exclusive episode. And going forward, the last episode of each month will only be available to temple patrons. So you'll get a little preview here. But if you want to hear all of us recap Stalked by the Kraken by Lillian Lark, you gotta come to the temple. Our guest is Katie fucking Robert. It's going to be so good.
1: Also heads up to everyone at our celebrant here that a survey is going out this week to vote on what you want our first piece of custom art to be. <laughs>
0: You'll be picking between the first five books we've covered, which is an incredibly epic set of choices in my humble opinion. Uh, <laughs> look, we don't want to sway anybody's decision here, but there's clearly a correct choice.
1: Okay, there isn't really, but I'm (laughs) calling the deciding vote in a tie on this one. I I declare the power. You can have it on the next one. (laughs) We'll be commissioning custom artwork based on anything from orcs to spiders to prison planet to masquerade masks, sex clubs, to a fucking smoke monster, and I cannot wait to see what you decide
0: yeah and remember that if you don't have the resources right now to be a part of the temple go to our website to the temple page and at the very bottom there is a google form that you can fill out to get on our wait list and then the next time we have somebody donate a membership we're not only going to give that one away but we're going to match it to make sure that more people can be part of the temple and if you want to donate a membership, you can also do that from the same temple page.
1: This week we are recapping Soul Eater by Lily Main with Danny Lacey.
0: <laughs> oh, hey, we're here with Danny. Hi. <laughs> Excited
2: to be here. It's been so long. I think the last time I was on was when we did Sophie. Sylvie's, Sylvie's love, yeah. Sylvie's love, yeah. That was
0: so, 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 so fun. But it has been too long,
2: Danny. Yes,
0: it's been too long, and I've missed you. So I'm very glad that we're here together today.
2: (laughs) And oh my gosh, it's been like a year and some months since I last spoke to Jenny. So yeah, I've I've spent quite
1: a bit of time in the last year wondering your thoughts on the ice planet explosion that happened as like TikTok. (laughs) TikTok discovered Ice Planet Barbarians. Did you know?
2: Yes, (laughs) I heard. Have you heard heard of Ice Planet Barbarians? I saw a thing on TikTok. (laughs) I walked into a Barnes and Noble and saw like a table display there. And I was like, it's made it.
0: I love that. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, but I
2: was like, wow, it's really made it. She's really, get that bad girl.
0: That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad. So so if anyone
1: doesn't know, Danny has well you have a podcast called black chick Club, but then you also yes. have the ice planet barbarians podcast where yes. you recap like book by book so and yes. we're doing so long before the ice planet explosion happened that's correct so, yes
2: gosh darn it trendsetter yes i guess i didn't promote it properly the way the tiktokers did Die. yeah <laughs> get on
1: if I'm a spider hipster, does that make Danny an Ice Planet Barbarians hipster? Yeah. Like you liked it before it was cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that. it's been cool in in Romance Landia for a while. And like TikTok are, are sweet baby angels. I know. But Danny, I have you to thank for introducing me to Ice Planet Barbarians and Ruby Dixon as a whole. So, oh, like, yay. really, this podcast. Only exists because you came into my life. <laughs> the butterfly yeah. effect. That's it's Thanks, true. I love it. It's really, I love really it. true. I got to give credit where credit is due, and it's yours.
2: I have a question about the book talkers because I'm not on TikTok because it would just suck all the free time I have in my yeah. day. Are they laughing with it or are they laughing at it? Because because I'm not. I can't tell They're based on what it. I've seen.
0: They're into it. Yeah, okay. as far as I know, most of them are into it legitimately okay because i've seen
2: so it's now it's crossed over to booktube because it's big on booktalk so now booktube is reading it and it's like 50 50 with the booktubers some are like with it and they get it others are like this is weird this is crazy y'all are weird for liking it so i was just i didn't know how it broke down Mm. on
0: my understanding is that they were like very excited about it like unironically Okay, and if they weren't, then yeah. we're gonna fight. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, so because like you're not supposed to take it seriously. It's fun. Have fun with it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So with that basis, what does Danny consider bonkers?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I thought about this because I felt really bad because I was supposed to get a title and melody and like I was like I'm gonna do some research over the weekend and so I was like what is bonkers because I realized at some point I was just looking at fantasy romance and I feel mm. like. Fantasy isn't inherently bonkers. So I think for me it's something where it's like subverting something really basic that you take for granted in a romance. Ooh. So that could be like the pairing, it could be the genitals, it could be <laughs> how they come together. So like, you know, with Ice Planet Barbarians, there's a buzzing worm involved. Totally. The the sex organs are different. So it's like I guess we're just some basic element of the romance is like turned on its head. And I guess that's really broad. But I realized if I got too narrow, I, I couldn't, it didn't work. No, I really like that. No, but that. it is.
1: I think the broad definitions are almost harder because I can be like, it's aliens, it's monsters. But when you try and figure out what ties all of these really different things together, yeah. it can be hard. And I think that's, there's a lot of truth in what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because I think I sent you Radiance at first. And like that one, I don't, I haven't read it. People say it's really good, but I don't think it's really bonkers. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's an alien. And I'm like, just because, because I was just sending you fantasies at one point, And I'm like, that's not,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's a, an alien isn't automatically bonkers. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's where I was running into the problems. Like, no, that's not bonkers enough. And then was bonkers doesn't mean bad either. No. Because I was no. looking through like Kindle Unlimited. And there are some wild ones, but I'm like, they're really pushing it. So... It was a, well, it was and some of them probably thought, nail it, like,
1: but probably. you've got to, like, have vetted them right. first because you don't want to, like, right. dive in and then be like, I'm, like, I can't talk about this because it's not bonkers good. Yeah. Right. Um. So where did we end up? I have not read the book this week. Oh, my God. So, so Mel and Danny are recapping.
0: Once again, I have been given the ultimate gift. <laughs> ultimate <laughs> gift. I actually need to find, we need to give credit to our Facebook group because Danny and I were brainstorming Shana. and Shayna, thank you. Shayna posted in our Facebook group and Jenny sent it to me and then I immediately sent it to Danny and I was like listen I'm I will go with whatever you want but this is also on the table should you wish. And then Danny immediately got on board with Soul Eater, <laughs> Soul Eater by Lily Maine. And I this so this is this is maybe the hottest book I've read in like a minute?
1: I've it, never seen Mel struggle to get words out. It, like this. Uh, this, and I'm not letting her cut it either. Uh,
0: uh, oh, yeah, um, this book is. It's it's bonkers good. Like this, like it is. literally fits the bill.
2: As of when I checked it out, it was the number one book in gay erotica. So it's got a it's it's getting up, up. yeah. So and, good. and it
0: huh, it should be like for very good reason. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that my half-conscious partner may have been a teensy bit attacked after I woke up early <laughs> and started reading. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> and it, it,
2: it, as I said, subverting, ex- it pushes, like, I was not expecting yes.
0: some of the things. That- I All right, Give me the my premise. Mind.
1: What are we, what are we dealing with here? Okay.
0: okay. We are in a post-apocalyptic America. Okay? Yes. It's in the future. And at some point, a rent was torn into the fabric of our universe, and suddenly monsters started coming through. Okay. And so it's now like 20 years since the monsters happened. And because this tear is like in the Midwest somewhere, or like mm-hmm. in Arizona, maybe, it's, it's I don't know like Colorado ish, <laughs> is somewhere in there. Because of that, the entirety of the interior of the U.S. is now called the wastes. And Mm -hmm. all of the humans, most of the humans who are left live on like the coasts yeah
2: the only humans in the waste are like groups of raiders
0: they're like outlaws serious business zombie apocalypse people you know except it's monster apocalypse (laughs) so but the the cities now they're like incredibly impoverished they're bad Mm -hmm. they're cramped cramped they're awful and our poor hero one of our heroes our human boy our sweet sweet human boy (laughs) He did lo- lose his mama. He did. He calls her mama exclusively. Yeah, and I loved it. Endearing. <laughs> I loved every moment of it. Every single time I looked down at the book and I went Ember. Um, like <laughs> I was a GD mess about it. So like this book hit me on every level. I swear to fucking God. Okay. So sweet, sweet human boy loses his mama and he tries to make it on his own. But then he very soon, like his income is not enough to be in a good house or whatever. And so he's like, my only option now, my only two options are to go into the wastes and like try to be a survivalist all of a sudden or join the military. So when the book opens, he's in the military and they're on like a mission Except it's a super fucked mission, Danny.
2: Yes. They basically, he's part of the big group of, he calls them grunts. And there's like a hundred of them. And they're basically being let out to be as like bait just for this yeah. monster. Oh. And then the skilled elite team, they have like hidden under a ridge. And what they're supposed to do is as the monster comes to get all the grunts, they're going to try and shoot him and take him out. Murder him to death. He goes, do we say his name? His name is Danny Sillahan. Yeah, his name is
0: Danny Sillahan. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Because I was like, I realized we hadn't said his Danny name. Danny boy. Like, <laughs> I know that's that is the reason why my mom mother named me Danielle is because she wanted to be able to call me Danny because she thought it was cute Aww. that it was also a boy's it name. Is. So it is. Was- I Aww. almost I
0: had for a long time I wanted to name a girl Charlie. I think that's yeah. cute as Charlotte. I think that would be no, yeah. no, no, not Charlotte. Her birth certificate sh- name would be Charlie. Charlie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. cute. But I didn't do that. I went with Valor instead, which is much more badass. It is.
2: Which
1: is
0: fucking badass, but
2: he's and he knows that they're being he knows that they're being set out there as like bait, yeah. And he kind of his it and superiors. It.
0: Aaron would be yeah. so mad at the leadership oh. in this military situation because it is bad leadership top to bottom. Yes. All of these grunts know exactly what they're there for. They're there to die. They're there to he be a fodder. distraction as they're like impaled and their guts go everywhere, and it's just a bad. So, all of a sudden, over the ridge, the most famous, most infamous, most scaredy, everybody's a scaredy cat over this monster. It's the Soul Eater. And he, the he comes eater. up on the ridge and he's got this hood and he's got these horns and the hood, this, you can't see his face because it's so black. And his—he's got this long coat that's like jagged on the bottom. He's got these boots, and he is just there. And so he—he's got fingers there. that
2: appear to be forever bloodstained. Like all everything else of him is like white and pale, but
0: his fingers are like. Stained with blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're almost like they're burnt. They're like they like yeah. sooty, frosted, oh. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, oh, so he comes up on this ridge, and he does take this knife out of the 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 back his the lower back, and he looks at everybody, and he does this like arrogant like, oh. and then he goes, "All right, do it then." Yeah, And so then this battalion of hundreds of grunts comes, and they just start swarming him, and they're trying to murder him, and Danny's watching all of this. And we also learn that Danny, because he is a good, into his bones, he's good. He's like, not only do I know for a fact they're just here to murder me, but... I also don't believe in this bullshit about, like, killing monsters or, like, capturing them and locking them up and, like, doing experiments Mm -hmm. and stuff on them. Like, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Even though they're monsters. Mama would not approve. Mama would not approve is the right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because we hear, like, there are some who kill, but there are some who, like, don't. Like, apparently when the monsters first came, humans just started attacking
0: without Mm. even...
2: Without, he says something about like, you know how humans are when they don't understand something, they just attack and fight. So he thinks like, well, they're attacking us because we attack them. It's just violence on both sides.
0: Well, and not to mention that humans uh, like sort of refuse to delineate between sentient monsters and animalistic monsters. So like some of them just can't Mm. help it. They're just bears and bears are going to bear, you know? Yes. So, Everybody is swarming him and they're trying to do all the shooting and fighting and they're just getting torn to shreds. And Danny is just standing there being like, all of this is so wasteful and worthless and stupid and I hate it. And he's also like, like almost peeing himself a little bit because Monster is terrifying, like legit. And then everybody's dead. Okay, he's he's killed Mm -hmm. everybody. And the soul eater comes up to him and like approaches him and he gets very close and Danny's just like standing there looking at him. And
1: wait, did he kill the elite team too, or just all the we don't know. Okay, no.
2: So, well, because the superior survives, so I have a feeling we don't that this, know that the yet. elite team.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. i
2: sorry. We don't know. He's standing in front of Dam the Soul he Eater. Is just,
0: oh, oh, my God, it's with the yes. Soul Eater. <clears throat> and so he does faint, I think. He falls on his ass, and then he faints. He falls backwards, yeah. <laughs>
2: lands on his butt, and then he blacks out. Yeah.
0: And so then he wakes up and he's in his bed and he's like, interesting, my shoes are still on and that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And then over the PA system, he hears like, grunt number 72468 or whatever, like, come to the place. Yeah. So he gets dressed really quick and he reports for duty. And they're like, okay, good. I'm glad you're finally awake, you lazy asshole. <laughs> that monster has been asking for you exclusively. And he's like, mm-hmm. pardon? Pardon? I don't understand. And they're like, yeah, he'll only talk to you. Like, we're trying to get all the intel out of him. And he's like, oh, great. So that's code for, like, they've probably been torturing him the whole time I've been asleep. So he's like, okay, cool. Awesome. So he goes down there. And their tactical gear is always, 100% of the time, full helmet. Can't see their faces. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's sort of like a, sort of like a clone. A stormtrooper, almost. It's almost mm. like Finn at the beginning of The Force Precisely. Awakens. That's exactly what I was here. just thinking yeah, of. You yeah, yeah, don't yeah. want to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he goes down there, and they're like, listen, you. Like, they don't even, like, try to, like, ease into it or anything. They're like, memorize mm-hmm. these questions, and you're going to go in there in 30 seconds, so you better fucking hurry up, and you better be good at your job. And I'm like, this is terrible leadership. It's really bad. If you want an effective interrogation, you need to brief this guy. I don't don't understand this whole leadership situation. Anyway, he gets shoved in there. And so now he's in the same room as the Death Eater.
1: No. Wait, how did they catch the Death Eater? The Soul Eater. Or the Soul Eater.
0: We'll get to that. Yeah. As a whole thing okay. Topic. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so okay. he's also very confused about this because he did seem mildly invincible. <laughs> mildly <laughs> invincible. <Yeah. laughs> it's like mildly pregnant. I guess like you kind of are.
2: <laughs> but I love
0: it. Go ahead. Thank you. So they, he goes in there, and the guy's like, "What's your name?" and Danny's like, I can't give you any mm-hmm. info. Like, not about me, not about them, not about anybody. Like, I can't.
2: I was going to say, before that, because he comes in, he's like, I have questions for you. And so when is is like, well, is that what this is? I give you a whole bunch of questions, give you a whole yeah. bunch of information, and I don't get to ask any questions. So they do this whole kind of, like, back and forth where for in ex- they each get to ask each other a question in exchange. So we ask him. Oh, like, I love
1: the exchange of mm, questions Because yes. mm, he starts
2: out with these, like, why do you kill? I can't remember. What, or what purpose is the killing? Or do you know yeah. how many you're going to kill? And that's when he's like, well, tell me your name.
0: So the whole deal, sorry, we forgot to brief you on what a soul eater is. The whole deal is, like, every three years, he comes through the tear, and then he does a hunt. Mm-hmm. And he, like, turns a bunch of people to husks. But yes. it seems really random, because sometimes it's a whole building, Sometimes it's one person out of an entire camp. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't – they're old, they're young, they're anything. And they're just like, I don't understand how you choose. And so one of the things they're trying to figure out is why the fuck the hunt happens, how he chooses his victims, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so Danny's supposed to find all this out. And um, when the Soul Eater – I don't remember. When does he find out his name? Later? I don't remember,
2: actually, when they fight. I think they know his name because he's sort of infamous. And so I feel like the soul eater thing is the name that the humans gave him. Oh, yeah. Maybe not because I
0: don't know. Anyway, there's also seven soul eaters who, like, one has a – like, each one has a continent, basically. Basically. (laughs) And, like, they go and they do the soul eating on their turf and then they leave the other ones alone. Okay. So they start doing the exchange of questions and Wynne is like, I will answer one question a day. And so we go through these like very slow interactions in which they, they like, you know, they have a small interaction and then he leaves again. And in the morning he reports and he does a small interaction and then he leaves. And Wynne won't really give him any information. He gives very cryptic, opaque answers about like,
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, about like why the hunt happens or how he chooses victims, like. At one point, Danny's like, can can you stop? Or is it like a compulsion? And Wynne is like, why would I want to stop? Like, those are his answers, (laughs) you know? But there is a moment in which Wynne's like, I feel like you really want to know this answer. And so in return, like, I will answer this question for real, legitimately. However, what I need from you is to take off your helmet and let me see that gorgeous face. I'm sure it's gorgeous. I feel like you have a nose that I'm really going to like. And uh, so Danny takes off. Like He's like, okay, I've got to give him something because these assholes, like, need me to get information out of him. And so it's not really an identifying situation. It's just my face. So if I leave Mm -hmm. my helmet on, it won't matter. So he takes it off and and Wynne is like, "Mm, those nostrils are really doing it for me. (laughs) And then he puts his helmet back on and fucks off. So then all of a sudden, one day, Wynne is just like, freaking the fuck out and they come and they get danny and they're like he needs you we don't know why it's like the middle of the night yeah he's gone from totally calm to like absolutely having to have you there right now and then his voice is like eerily booming throughout all the hallways even though he is in a soundproof room like it makes no sense Mm -hmm. and so he gets, like, shoved in there, and so Wynn starts shouting, like, Take off your helmet! Take off your Prove it's you! Because he's like, they could have just sent any fucker in here, and I wouldn't know. So he takes mm. off his helmet... And he shows him that he's like, put your fucking helmet back on! (laughs) And Danny's very confused. He's just like, listen, I think I just woke up. I'm very groggy. I don't understand. So he puts his helmet back on. And then when the Soul Eater does approach him real close. Yes. And there's like a glass in between them. But like, let's be real. That doesn't matter. Well, as we said, he's mildly invincible. So Danny, he faints again, sweet boy. He He does faint. And then he wakes up and he's in a motel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I am incredibly confused now. Yes. I don't understand. Yes. And then who walks in the hotel room? You ask, Jenny? ha <laughs> Why don't you tell her, Danny? <laughs> when the it?
2: soul hunter, <laughs> yeah. just as, as as calm as he could be, walks right in. Calm as he can be. It's just like,
1: hey, I got us a room. <laughs> Pretty
2: much. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> In apocalypse times, all he had to do was kick in the door, but, like, still seems pretty conscientious. You know what I mean? So, Danny is obviously freaking out, and he's like, what's going on? And basically what happened was, Win can turn into smoke. Yes. Okay?
1: (laughs) A smoke monster.
0: Smoke monster. He was never captured. He was never captured! At all! (laughs) Jenny, he was never captured. He let himself get captured. Oh, because that's so good. <laughs> what he did in there was he bonded with his fucking human, okay, and he took just enough time to, like, get on a level with his mm-hmm. human, and then he turned to fucking smoke, and then he missed it out of there, and he let all of the monsters who were locked there being, like, experimented on and tortured and stuff, he let them out, and then they did kill everyone and burn the place down. Yeah. It's a little bit, base is destroyed.
1: Oh, that is dramatic.
0: And so he's like, so Danny, you understand, like you were right there, you know? And I just, I didn't feel like it was right to leave you unconscious in like the burning, (laughs) falling down building. So I just like very casually (laughs) grabbed you. It means nothing. Very casually. And I just brought you here. And so now you have three choices and I'm just going to give them to you. One, is you can go back to the military. I will tell you, though, they probably think we're colluding. Mm-hmm. So they can't confirm that they won't, like, rip your testicles off. Two, you can go. Into the waste. <laughs> just go out by yourself and see if you make it, you know. Uh, or, and, like, this is, this is the the last option I know. You could stay with me. And, <laughs> and Danny's like, ah, uh, i guess i have to stay with you basically like everything else is definite death and at least in this case it seems like you haven't murdered me yet question mark Mm -hmm. so then win's like god you humans you need so many things like do you need something like before we leave or whatever (laughs) they go shopping they go shopping
2: montage
0: Sorry, I jumped ahead, but it. Made no, no, you're amazing. Cut in uh, anytime. This is your podcast.
2: <laughs> they go shopping. He takes him to like it, he doesn't say anything like a big box store, and he's like, "Have at it." And so like this guy is so ecstatic because he's like he hasn't had he gets like clean underwear, he gets deodorant, he gets food, and he packs a bag full of stuff. And very pointedly, he has to leave some things behind. Yeah, and we see, and then when he's leaving. Wind comes out, he also has a bag, and it's never touched. We'll get to that bag later, because this He's bag. He's just got this
0: ca- the very casual the satchel. satchel, okay? Yes. He's never needed a satchel before in his life, but suddenly he needs one, and, like, we're not going to ask questions. He is a soul eater, you yes. know? <laughs> but, like, he just
2: gets all this food, and his, it's really made me want to go take a shower, because there's so many showers and so many, like, brushing of teeth in this book.
0: Yeah, as there should be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to (laughs) stay hygienic out there in the apocalypse. No, one of my favorite like little nuggets about this scene, though, is that like he's only heard about box stores like in Legends. They're like a thing of the old that now he's experiencing for the first time. And so he's Mm -hmm. like, wow, I got myself a backpack. And then, wow, I had to leave that shower gel. Really wanted those undershirts, but they are sitting on the ground of that Big box store. Yeah. So now they're walking. They go walking. Danny's a bit of a chatterbox when he is (laughs) nervous. And so he finally can't handle it anymore. And he's like, why am I with you? Are you going to kill me? Are you just like prolonging it? Am I like a snack for later? Like, I just need to know. And Wynne's like, why would there need to be a reason for you to be with me? He's doing that very opaque answer bullshit again. Mm-hmm. And Danny's like, I'm just confused. Danny also wants to make it clear that he will
2: not assist in helping Win kill people. Yeah. Because he's like, I can't. He doesn't mm. want to watch. And he wants to make it very clear that if you're going to murder people, I will not be a part of it and I can't watch it. Because he's yeah. really nervous that he's suddenly teamed up with what he thinks is a serial mass murderer. Yeah. <laughs> As any of us would Fair. be.
0: Right. Like, he's got a couple of qualms. And right now he's hanging on to his moral fiber. Okay. (laughs) And Wynne is like, I've never even talked about asking you to kill anyone. Like, that's not your job. It's my task. And so Mm -hmm. if you want to stay with me, that's totally cool. But I'm not going to bring you into my task. It's mine, Mm -hmm. you know. So Danny's like, Danny finally breaks down. and He's just like, I just need to know what's expected of me. Like, I don't (laughs) understand. Dan and wins like nothing is expected of you. Like we'll just go, and so Danny's very confused because now this monster who doesn't need to eat, he doesn't need to sleep, he doesn't need to do anything, Mm-mm. um, other than go and like suck the souls and turn people to husks. He is like stopping all the time to make sure that this kid is like hydrated and rested, mm-hmm. and he'll kick in the door of motels and then sit. <laughs> on the pavement outside under the window like until morning yeah so that danny can sleep and danny's just like i know that i'm slowing you down and i don't understand why you want me with you it just doesn't make any sense so now we get to our first house like all of a sudden they're walking and win like perks up a little bit and he like does a bit of a bird dog and he's like he does that a lot (laughs) yeah he's like we have to go left and so he goes and there's this farmhouse right And so he like very dramatically approaches this farmhouse and then he kicks in the door and then this guy shoots him with a buckshot and win's like, Uh, nothing phases me. And so he keeps on moving by him. And he's like, If you just let me pass, I'll make this quick. And then he goes upstairs, then he drags a man out of there. One man out of a whole house drags a man out into the front yard. And Danny's watching this man. And he can see like his face weirdly contorting mm-hmm. and then it'll go back to human and he'll be like, help me, help me. And then Wynne takes him out into the front yard and his hood gets really close to the guy's face. The guy's face contorts again like crazy. And then Win hoovers out this like black sauce. And then the guy is a husk. Yes. he Danny describes yeah. the other human
2: <laughs> – Danny describes the other human as looking like he's wearing a human mask, and like every once in a while, when mm. he gets his bearings, like when he's trying to manipulate Danny into helping him, he'll turn human and act human. But when he's like not being watched or as he's dying, it's like it's like something else is under his skin and has taken over this person, and it has It's, <laughs> it's
0: a pain sight. <laughs> and so now we're walking along. They've said nothing after this. Oh, also, somebody shot at. Yes, the win. When- Almost hit Danny. Wynne was not pleased. And so he just, like, turns to smoke. And then Danny sees him, like, smoke up to the upstairs window where this bitch has shot at him. And he takes her gun and, like, throws it three miles away. And <laughs> doesn't kill her. Yeah, he's like, she's alive. Weird. But cool. I feel like there is something else going on here. So we he finally asked him. He finally, like, works up the nerve to ask him. And it turns out that Wyn is not just like a mindless serial killing mass murderer in fact he's protecting humanity everyone okay he just really likes having like a bad reputation for me he just thinks it's cool <laughs> so he hasn't corrected anyone <laughs> but there's been like these parasites okay these like these like very scuttly parasites who uh, lay eggs and stuff and they have to i'm sorry i'm gonna scratch every time i talk about these parasites because it is very a lot
2: <laughs> yes they invade your brain they attack the spinal cord yeah and they leave a little bit of the humanity so that other people don't notice that you've been taken over so you yeah. act similar as to what you did before but while they're taking over you they lay like eggs in your stomach they shit eggs into your tummy <laughs> It's so mean! (laughs) (laughs) You're basically playing host, and they keep you alive until it's time for the eggs, I guess, to, like, so the eggs can survive. Yeah. And then you are then just, like, a dried-out husk. And And then you die and the parasites
0: die. Because the parasites have done their job now. So, he is baffled by this. And he's like, I'm sorry. You've been protecting humanity this whole time. And you just think it's like, what, punk rock to have everyone try to kill you <laughs> every single metal. time you encounter someone? And he's like, yeah, it's super I mean, metal. fair. <laughs> it's, it's that or he just doesn't like, I don't care. He's like, so
2: he's just too cool to care about yeah. whether or not these people hate them, even though it would make his job a lot easier. Great. Right. There'd be fewer people shooting at him. Yeah. Maybe that would be boring. <laughs> he likes the
0: excitement. I don't know. So poor he. Melody. What? Yeah, Melody's like, <laughs> I'm, like still I'm still scratching. Like she I'm has sorry.
1: the heat. It's going
0: to happen a lot. Ugh. So then we find out that when like, comes every three years, sucks up a bunch of parasites so that they don't procreate too much. And then once he's got, like, you know, them down to a manageable level, he goes back into the tear and hibernates until he can sense that the parasites have reproduc- reproduced too much and then he comes Mm -hmm. back and he he hoovers them all up Mm -hmm. so now we get into this like road trip montage (laughs) it's fucking adorable it's really great win is constantly scavenging for him he'll just like go off and come back with peanut butter and be like (laughs) i has peanut butter for you and he's like shit you i love peanut butter this is great (laughs) This is my favorite thing They find so many
2: old hotels that still have running water and, like, clean rooms.
0: Yeah, and sometimes they have,
2: like, electricity. Which is a little suspect, but I'll go with it.
0: It's fine. The world building (laughs) is great. And, like, I get it because it's not quite zombie apocalypse. Like, there's still a working military at least. Infrastructure. Sort of. Yeah. But it's still a mess. So we go through this, like, road trip montage. And does... Eden? No, Eden comes after. Basically, the next most important thing, I think, Danny, is when he finds out about the satchel, question mark, right? That is
2: close. It's it's close in there. Because I think what happens is they meet up with Eden. And okay, Eden, it is Eden first. Yes. And like, I think they're just out one day in like this big, or he comes up, he wakes up one morning, and there's like yes. a big purple seven-foot-tall buff AF alien just chatting with Wynn and yeah. they're on familiar terms because they've run into other monsters that pretty much avoid. <gasps> oh, a lot no. of monsters avoid Wynn.
0: Wait, skip? isn't it, isn't it Wyoming first where they do the forest thing? I think that's what happens next. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, where they get shot at. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. So yes. the military
0: finally catches up with them because Wynn has been like, we need to stay ahead of these, you know, fuckers because it's like, I don't really care. Because, like, mildly invincible. But you, it'll get complicated for, like, you. Yes. So, you know, let's just keep moving. They end up getting caught up to. Specifically Daniel Wyoming because it has the same Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the helicopter and Wynn is suddenly like, we must run to the forest. And so they run to the forest and then they're, like, they're, like, you know, really jogging along, making sure that they don't get seen by anybody and then the helicopter like fucks off a tiny bit but then they start hearing voices of mm-hmm. like dudes. And so they they huddle up against a tree and they hear these guys being like, yeah, there's a colluder and he's a deserter and stuff and he's like helping out the big the big bad. And then this like this like black urchin blob does start meandering over in their direction
2: the monster descriptions are so good because they're They're so so creepy it's just like legs and teeth and like blades (laughs) basically all of them
0: yeah and so this thing is like this almost like this bear slash urchin thing and it's got these spikes right and it's like it's sort of looking like a blob moving around like there's no legs or anything and danny's like i feel like we need to tell the people up there and win is like we cannot help them now. Mm-hmm. Like, and so all of a sudden, Danny's like, oh, shit. Their murder is going to be the distraction we need to escape. I feel terrible. So then there is screaming that starts yes. over yonder. And they run, run, run. And they find a car. <laughs> just a truck. A convenient military vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, everybody got out to be like, do you need help? Question mark. And they're like, everybody's getting murdered now. So we find out that this blob is very scary. And like the whole underside is just all teeth.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So then they start driving and driving and driving. And Danny is like super comfy around him And he's realizing that he has a teensy crush. A little bit of attachment. Okay,
1: I was wondering when this was going to start. He's got this tiny
0: crush and he like doesn't. Are there
1: pants feelings Oh, yeah.
0: So he doesn't quite understand it because he always thought he was like ace. But he also like hasn't really even had a friend because things were so competitive in the cities that like you fought tooth and nail for every scrap. And so that wasn't super conducive for like you know, good bonds. So other than his mom, he hasn't had any other kind of like intimate relationship at all. So he's like, I thought... I didn't want romance, but suddenly all I want to do is snuggle with the death monster. And I Mm kind of don't understand.
2: There's a cute recurring thing where it's like everybody hears the Death Eater's voice and it sounds (laughs) like demons. And then he hears it and he's like, it's such a comfort. His big, heavy, oppressive force is just so reassuring to me. Mm -hmm. And it's just really something. Because they talk about his voice all the time. It sounds like like a thousand screams thousand screams for mercy like it doesn't sound pleasant but daniel is just danny's just really here for it hey listener
1: in august members of the temple of defiant joy can look forward to lots of new bonus content including more levels of the monster dungeon books and jenny losing her mind over an escort movie she should have fucked his dad We've got three different art pieces in the works, and Joybringers now get access to the digital art. Celebrants will still receive prints in addition to digital access. August Bonkers Book Club includes Caught a Vibe by Eva Moore, a forced proximity romance between a sex toy designer and the hot tech writer who was the best one-night stand of her life. It has a sex toy right there on the cover, which honestly is the cartoon cover I've been waiting for. It doesn't come out until August 30th, but you can get your hands on it right now if you're a member of the temple. The other September book is a bundle of the first 3 books in Kit Roche's Beyond series. It's a dystopian erotic romance series that will blow your mind. It's gritty and high stakes, but with lots of magnificent kink and polyamory. Now, back to the episode.
0: So Danny's a big acts of service guy, you know, and <laughs> Wynn has been doing this in spades. And so he's sitting there being like, I just, I'm confused because he is the scariest thing that's ever been on planet Earth. But also he's so nice to me. Yeah. And that's hard to reconcile, but it does give me pants feelings. So they, they get more supplies and he's like, oh, I can't fit all the supplies in my bag. I guess I'll leave this. And Win's like, oh, you, you can put that in my bag. And he's like, okay, that sounds... Cool. And then on the way back to the motel, like they're in the motel now and he's like, so what's like what's in the bag? Is it like secret parasite murdering supplies or whatever? <laughs> and Win puts it down on the bed and opens it. And it's all the stuff that he left on the ground at the very, very first shopping mart. Yeah. And he's like, no. he was like, so I grabbed these for you. But you hadn't mentioned needing anything like this, and so I didn't know, like, if you had changed your mind or what. <laughs> I just, I just felt weird bringing it up, and all of a sudden, Danny is overcome. Fairysmen. Yeah, he's like, I have such a big crush on you. Oh my gosh, I like you so much, <laughs> and Win is like, frozen. Like, he does not know what to do with this. And so Danny's like, I'm sorry, like, if I'm making you uncomfortable or whatever. But, like, I do just need to say out loud into the universe, like, I am attracted to you. And it's, if that's weird, I will put it away and, like, we'll never talk about it again. Or, like, I'll leave maybe. Like, listen, I'm just, I just want to make you feel okay. And Wynn is like, you like me, Danny? And he's like, yes, I do. I do. (laughs) I sort of don't know what to do about it, though. And Wynne goes and sits down on the bed and he says, You want my body. Oh, no, because what Danny actually says is, I want you. Yes. And so he's like, You want my body, Danny? You want to come? <laughs> and he's like, Well, I mean, I guess, like technically, yes. However, I also really like you. Like, just you. Yes. And it's not just about your body. Like, I it's more than just like a physical attraction. A lust thing. Yeah. And so Wynne starts doing the dirtiest dirty talk that is so yummy and he's like tell me what you want like tell me what you want and we can make it happen because i want you to and so danny like thinks real hard for a minute and then he just like rushes over and hits his fucking knees and he starts undoing win's pants because the like the thing that makes him the hottest right now is the idea of a monster beach (laughs) this is a
2: really ground like ground shattering (laughs) It's, Same for me.
0: Right? This scene was like bananas in every way, especially like bananas good. Yes. This is where the you see the thought that's been put into this world building. Oh, my God. So he opens up his pants. And I think I have a kink that I didn't know about. I'm
1: sitting here like, what's in his pants? What's in there?
0: I'm sorry, Jenny. What,
1: what's the smoke monster working with?
0: I have a new kink because... It seems like what I like now is just like a cock pocket. <laughs> just like a slit that Why does do contain an the cock internal pockets. cock
2: that's this the is best way to describe it it's it is like your so second he cock pocket <laughs> i know i got both
0: of them so far <laughs> wait which which one was the other and the spider, spider one the spider one he has a cock pocket it's like this placket that is the most delicious <laughs> thing maybe i've ever seen in my life there are these little graspers that keep it closed oh my and gosh. it's different here right okay because, wait, i'm
1: distracting as though tell me what's okay. here because
0: oh, here was like more like
2: this isn't appropriate, but it reminded me more of like a cat where it like goes up in, I guess, and then comes oh. out. I don't know. If, don't please. No, don't, like, I like that a lot. check my knowledge about cat penises because I'm just going off of what I've heard. I
0: like that a lot.
2: But he basically, because like as Danny is like kissing him and going down, basically he undresses and there's like a giant slit that runs like from his abdomen down to where his genitals will be. He doesn't have a dick or external balls. He's just like, like
0: totally flat. As we
2: know it. And so what it is, it's like this thing and it like self lubricates, it
0: is glistening.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and With it, like, lubricant.
2: Very like cum. We learn we learn pre cum is a completely separate fluid. Yeah. And it, that comes later. This is just lubricant.
0: So Danny's like surprising. Yes. Uh was not expecting it. Am down <laughs> yes. still. Like this is all his inner monologue. Am down, but like need to figure out how to manipulate. Yes. And so Win's like, You want my cock, Danny? And Danny's like, okay, so there is a cock. <laughs> like, where? Ow! <laughs> it's so good. And so Wynne fucking reaches into his slit and he does pull out the most beautiful cock that Danny has ever seen. It's like pearly white or something, right? Danny, is that right? Very glistening
2: and very veiny. Those are the two adjectives I remember.
0: Very veiny. But I just need to control save in your brain for later. It is lubricated. Mm -hmm. for naturally, which is Mm -hmm. going to come in handy later. That is
1: important. Especially since Melody is holding her hands up in like a (laughs) foot-long gesture.
0: (laughs) The size is never actually described, but we know what he's packing. Come on. But they do describe
2: just there is so much lubricant to the point that it stains the bed. Like, so it is just coming up. And then we also get frequent descriptions of like all the sounds because i think danny describes it as messy and gushy multiple times and that just stays with you
0: <laughs> yeah so danny's like i am excited about giving my first sloppy beach <laughs>
1: okay that's what is danny what's danny's level of sexual experience like virgin. he's a v- total never. virgin nothing okay
0: like he's never kissed anybody he's never he's never even thought of anybody romantically <laughs> supported eagerness though oh man he <laughs> is in it to win it our sweet danny so he's given this sloppy beach, right, and he's very excited about it. And Wynne all of a sudden grabs his hand, and he sort of like turns it palm up and puts it at the base of his cock in his slit. Because Danny starts like you know fingering around in there, being like, "This is and like licking it and stuff." And and Win's finally like, "Okay, well if you're into that, I can <laughs> I'll raise you my channel because under the cock, okay." He, he has Danny like stick some fingers up there and he starts like showing him how he likes to be pleasured internally through the channel underneath his cock in the slit. And then Wynn finds the little nubbin of his prostate up there. So he's beejin' and he's fingering. And he's got this whole thing going down, and Wynne is just, like, gushing all over the fucking bed. He's so into it. He's snarling. He's like, Danny, panting. Danny, panting. Oh, my God. And then he's like, Danny, it's going to happen. I'm going to... Oh, also, he smells like smoky, earthy deliciousness because yes. he is oh. a smoke monster.
1: Okay? I hadn't <laughs> thought of that advantage to fucking a smoke monster, but that's a <gasps> hell of a scent profile.
0: I know! I know! And so then he does come everywhere, like yes. all the way down Danny's throat. Danny's super into it; it's great. And then I'm he sorry, returns blacked the favor. out for a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So then, Win, <laughs> Win, like grabs him and pulls him up to his like feet, and mm-hmm. Danny's all of a sudden like, uh oh, I thought he was into it, but like he seems mad. And like, did I do wrong? I thought coming was good. I don't understand. He, but he is a monster. So like, I don't know. And all of a sudden, wind just starts like going after his trousers. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I cannot. He takes down his pants, and then he, like Danny, watches him take his hand and put it into his slit region and then come back so that he can give him the most lubricated handy anybody has ever experienced in their life and mm-hmm. he and then he jacks him off so well and so hard that Danny like like just spurts like all over his chest like everywhere he's just like coming and coming and coming and it's all over his chest and throat and stuff and so then, so after Danny's done, he's like, oh, what does one do after sex? Like, I have literally no idea how do I act? Where do I put my hands? Okay, I will go get you something to, like, uh, clean off with. And so he runs to the bathroom because he is, like, pristine. Like, he, like, when puts well, his pants back Wind on. Because cleans them up. Yeah. Yeah. And Wynne, meanwhile, is just, like, his his shirt is open and he's covered his in His thighs
2: are open, everything.
0: Everything, yeah. He's spread-eagled in every way. And so, but he's just, like, sitting back on the bed and he's just, like, I'm the king of the fucking castle right now. And so Danny comes back and he's, like, here is a warm cloth. Um, I don't really know what to do. And so when like, you know washes off and stuff and then danny's so awkward and then win doesn't really say anything or do anything or react or anything and they haven't kissed and so danny's like so do we go do we like what's happening now so then it's another road trip montage that lasts like three days and in danny's inner monologue he's like i think he might regret it like, I don't know. We haven't talked about it. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm, like, constantly hard <laughs> all I can think about is our hookup. And finally, they get to another house, and he, like, breaks down, and he's like, so I was just wondering if you regret it or something. Like, are you are you okay with this? Is this a thing that you enjoyed? And he's like, I liked it so much. I liked it so much that I'm going to push you up against a wall. And this is when we find out that Wynne does have a wet mouth hole of some sort because he gives Danny a nice beach. Oh, and we didn't then, know
1: before that that he had, like, a mouth. We have
0: never seen his face. It's black. Oh. It's dark. It's nothing. Oh. We oh. don't know what that his comes face up looks later, like. yeah. yeah, it
2: comes oh. up a lot. Didn't he give him – didn't he return the favor that same day? So we knew
0: he'd had a beach.
2: He had a It was job.
0: just a handy? No, it was a handy the first time, yeah. And then this is when he pushes him up against a wall, gives him a beej, and then he stands up and very sexily says, I don't regret it, and then immediately leaves the room. Oh. Like, God. he just blows and goes. Power yeah.
1: move. Yeah. Blows and goes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so now, Danny, he comes out of the house, and this is when... Purple yes, monster. Yes, this is a is whole there.
2: scene. Eden's this there. is like probably my favorite scene. Is Tell me everything. So they meet Eden and Eden is like this big purple seven foot like monster. He acts like a big brother to both of them. He likes, he and Wynne have this dynamic where he like teases him and Wynne, like tolerates it because it's like yeah. little brother or something. It's great. So yeah, they're doing something special today. It's a special like mission where they're going to go out and clean out a nest that's in this hotel. And so they tell Danny, you need to stay away. You need to stay away because it's really dangerous. There's going to be a queen. There's going to be workers who are going to try and protect the queen. It's going to be really disgusting. It stinks. You need to stay away. Danny doesn't listen because Danny has not listened once when Wynn told him to stay away from a scene. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Danny sort of doesn't have ears in these situations. It's nuts.
2: No. So they go in. Eden and Wynne go in and they start, you know, fighting these, these giant parasites Danny's like keeping guard at the front. I don't know what, where he hears, he hears Eden say when, like in a very concerned way. And he's like, Oh my God, what the fuck? I got to go check out what's going on. So he runs in and Wyn is being attacked by multiple parasites, like just bitten in multiple places. And while Danny is sitting there staring, trying to figure out what's going on, one of the parasites sort of gets the slip on him and bites him. And so now he has been bitten by one of these very bites dangerous Danny? parasites. Danny, yeah. yes. Okay. Wen has been attacked. He's fine because he's, you know, a smoke demon monster. But as a human, Danny gets bitten by one and we learn there's a venom. Uh-oh. So go ahead, Melody, because I feel like, did I skip something? No, great you're great.
0: great. Yeah, no, okay. But I do want to talk to you about these logistics because I'm confused. And I feel <laughs> like like you've done so much, you know, uh, research and, and academics about <laughs> the cooey. That I feel like yes. we can cross apply that experience here. Okay. I'm ready. So there's a queen, right? And when Danny walks in, he is like tearing the queen's torso apart mm-hmm. and getting attacked by all these eensy teensy like worker drone things. So if that's the case, right? Like in a ant situation or like a bee situation. Yeah. I thought bees. Yeah. The queen lays all the eggs. So yes. like. Why are these parasites entering humans to lay eggs? Are they, like, taking eggs that the queen laid into humans? Like, why? Because there's all these, like, ooey-gooey nests around where the the drones are, like, incubating the eggs. And it's almost like a strange, an Anagiri strange love situation, you know? Yeah, that is a valid point. (laughs) Why do they lay eggs in humans? Is it different kind of eggs? Yeah, maybe
1: it's, like, the queen is laying the worker eggs eggs and mm. then the workers are going and laying
2: other reproductive eggs i don't, I know. don't know or it's are fine. they t- transporting the eggs into the humans for incubation like the queen lays the eggs and then other parasites like a cuckoo Could situation be. i think other that's parasites definitely
0: possible are yeah. taking
2: it to incubate in humans and then when they're no longer needed they die
0: yeah i think that might be i think that might be the best theory Explosion. possible yeah. yeah so danny's bit bitten right yes Wynne is very upset by this.
1: And does the venom well, like, mean he's going to die or he's oh yeah. been, like, infected? No, he's going to be he, okay. dead. He's
2: going to die. when c- runs up to him. He, like, rips the parasite off and he comes. And he, like, using, like, his soul-eating powers, I assume. And they, he sh- doesn't really get described. But he's able to, like, draw some of the venom out of Danny's bloodstream. So he's still sort of, like, he's, like, drunk now. He's basically, like, just really severely drunk and weakened. But he's not going to die.
0: Mm-hmm. But...
2: So they walk back.
0: Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is really cute though. This because is the cute he's point. been bitten like eighty-seven times, right? Wynne has. Yes. And so he's very weakened as well. And he's like, Danny, yes. I'm gonna carry you. Yes. And Eden's like, Ooh, Yeah, bro. <laughs> seems like you probably shouldn't. I yes. am seven feet tall and roughly four hundred <laughs> pounds of muscle. I could carry him. And Wynne is very like, Nope, mine must carry. <laughs> And then finally he relents and lets Eden carry him. And then the most yes. hilarious thing happens on the way back.
2: Oh, Danny is babbling like a drunk, like a drunk girl in love the yeah. entire time. He's like, oh. and what he says, one thing in particular that comes up, he's like, if you. Sh- well, if you let me see your face, I'll fuck you. Is basically what he yeah. Says. I'll let you fuck oh. me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe I've given you a blowjob, but I haven't seen your face. Like he's all in front of Eden, just spouting. Yeah, I was gonna, gonna off. say,
1: how is Eden reacting to this? He loves amused because <laughs> doesn't loves he it. fuck with Win?
0: Oh yeah, because then he looks at he looks at him and he's like, you know what? If I had a face, <laughs> I could show you. Like if there was anything I could give you. I would do it for you. And Winsbury very like, shut the fuck up. Do not push me. (laughs) Don't encourage them. (laughs) It's really cute. Yes. So
2: they go and they go back to like another one of their mini hotel. Oh, it's a mansion this time. It's a big Colorado mansion. And he puts them on a big bed and it's like got these huge rooms. This is how I knew something was going to go down. because It's like the biggest, comfiest bed. And it's like all these windows letting in light. And it's just, it's not a hotel. It's a mansion. So he lays them down. And so he's still and he, he sleeps first, but when he wakes up, he's still really weak and he sees that Wynn is still there watching him. And, and he it's had been very pitch
0: black because pitch black. there's like I don't know, like a a grate, right? Like a metal grate, a fortification. They just, or they just
2: got some kind of weird giant metal shutter that's yeah. covering all the windows, but it's fine. Yeah. So I wanna make sure I get this right. Like, is this the first time he asks so he he drunkenly, drunkenly in quotes, asked to see his face. But again, when they're in the dark and they're like, they start kissing because they were, you know, oh, you almost died. And he asked to see his face again. And when gets very stiff and he's like, no. And he doesn't want when to think that. He doesn't want when to stop. He doesn't want that to discourage him. So he's just like, fuck it, closes his eyes, goes in for a
0: kiss. Yeah. And
2: this is where they actually
0: have. Well, so then, yeah. Wynne looks at well looks at him. It's dark. He's like, Did you mean it? Yes. You said that you would let me fuck you. Did you mean it? And Danny's like, Oh my god, yeah. Like, I have no idea <sighs> in what context I did that, but like, definitely am down. Gonna like let's let's go. And so Wynne straddles him and they they start making out for the first time. It's mm-hmm. very hot. So he straddles him, and he can f- he can feel Wynne's cock, like, up against his abdomen. And then Wynne reaches down and angles his cock so that it enters the channel that's underneath his erection.
1: Yeah. Danny's cock is in Wynne's channel.
0: Yes. yes. And Wynne okay. is riding him cowgirl, basically. Okay. And, like, making out, and it's so hot. And then something, ha- like... He changes, he starts like fucking him back from the bottom and then There's realizes fingers, fingers get
2: involved. Fingers get involved. Is what I think you're
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something <laughs> changes and he realizes that he's stimulating Wynn's prostate and he's like very stoked about it. And then Wynne reaches down and jerks off until he comes. And like the having the the channel spasm during the orgasm around his cock makes Danny come. It's so hot. It's so hot. Then he's like, you know, go shower, I guess, you know. Go, go. sleep.
2: You're still you still got bitten by a giant poisonous parasite. Right. You need right. to sleep.
0: Yeah, and they open the shutter and he sees Eden down in the He's near the pool. He's on a
2: pool lounger, like sunbathing, hands <laughs> yeah. behind his head, just relaxing. It's adorable. Yes. Because Danny. goes Is it goes safe to sleep- assume
1: Eden is getting a future book?
2: It yes. has to be, it's right? The that second has book. to be book two. It's book two, definitely. And so Wynne comes down and Eden's like, so I guess he showed him your face, huh? He's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I could hear you all. So I oh, guess he I showed him his it. face. And, he's, and like, he's like, no, I didn't know dark. Yeah, it was dark. He's like, you've got a nice face. Dan- Danny can also overhear this. Anything yes. we learned is always through Danny's perspective. So mm-hmm. after sleeping, he opens the window because he gets hot. And he sees Wynne and Eden down by the pool chatting. So he hears, you know, how like, you didn't show him your face, blah, blah, blah. And the conversation turns to, basically, Eden tells Wynne, like, he's like, what are you doing with this human? Yeah. He's like, why is this human with you? He's like, what do you mean? It's like, you were too old. Your work is too dangerous. This kid is too innocent and too young. He's going to get hurt. And he basically says, I know some raiders in the East who will, you know, they're nice, as nice as you can be in this situation, and mm-hmm. they'll take him in. And Wynne doesn't want to do it because he wants Danny with him. But Eden hits. is- so. Yes. Danny said, but even this like, well, the offer stands. I think you need to reconsider because this kid is gonna get hurt if he stays with you.
0: Yeah. So And Wynn is not pleased. And Danny is Danny's big worried pleased. because he yes. does not want that to happen at all. Yes. So then he goes down and Win like adorably makes him like ramen or something. He God, does. So He's cute. like, I'll get you something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> And um, he and Eden bond and Eden's like, oh my gosh, you've got a big brother and me. And he's like giving him noogies and shit. And then Eden goes off and Wynn and Danny start their road trip again. And mm-hmm. he's killing parasites along the way and they're camping out in motels at night and stuff. And then the next important thing that happens, Danny,
2: is like... She made this book longer. So there are a few chapters that are kind of like small points that aren't as important. Like in one scene... Danny and Wynne are walking into, I think it's like an abandoned hotel, and Wynne likes to walk with his hand like on Danny's neck, like on the neck yes. of his neck. So they walk into this hotel looking for a place to sleep, and as they're walking in, Danny is like, it feels like people are watching us. Mm-hmm. It feels like there are eyes. And so- They win here something. So he like locks Danny in this lobby and he goes out to see what's going on. And while Danny's in this lobby, he hears a noise. And again, because he does not listen to instruction, he goes out to investigate and he runs into another human. And this human is like, hey, come with me. My friend is out distracting that monster. So we can rescue you. Because from what this guy has seen, he's seen when walking hand mm. on the neck. He thinks Danny has been held hostage by this monster. He doesn't and know that-
0: it's an affection touch. <laughs> he
2: doesn't know. It's so, a it's a love touch. Yes. So it's this big scene where Win is very upset and he has this. This woman, her name is Sasha Wheeler, he has this woman by, like, the scruff of her neck. And, like, you get the hint that he's going to kill her because he's very upset that these people have come in and are trying to trick him into taking Danny away from him. And so Hmm. Danny sort of has to talk him down and be like... They were trying to help me. Not all humans are bad. Just let them go. I'll tell them I'm here and, and they'll leave. It'll be he fine. He goes
0: over and like laces his fingers with his as he's like actively holding this woman up off the <laughs> ground. And he's like, hey, baby, like, you know, laces fingers together. They were just trying to help me. Like, it's totally cool. And Wins like, I don't like that they were trying to take you away from me. And he's like, but they didn't, though. Like humans oh, really. This. They can be nice. It's so cute. So then... They get to a hotel and Danny's like, I'm starting to get upset that you're not showing me your face. Like, I feel like at this point you're hiding things from me. I feel like you, you're you hiding like part of yourself from me.
2: He's asked and begged, he says at this point multiple times. They've had kiss. Every time he kisses him, he has to close his eyes because he won't let him kiss him with his eyes open or it has to be in the
0: dark. Yeah. So he's like, at this point, like, I'm I'm just I'm upset. And this is becoming, like, a hard limit for me. I really want to see your face. And Win's like, I don't look human. Like, I'm worried. Basically, he's worried he's that insecure. if Danny sees his face, he's going to be like, monster, and, like, mm, run away. Death. So, finally... Wynn relents and he takes down his hood and he's got like this otherworldly face and he's got this prominent brow with like ridges and shit on it and one black Mismash eye eyes. and one white eye mm. and yeah. Cheekbones like, for days, apparently. A, a cheekbones that will cut sharp cheddar, no problem. <laughs> and like something's going on with his nose, but I can't remember what it is. It's
2: bridgeless. So I think it's yeah. like kind of just like flat, like maybe yeah, either two Yeah, it's like a one of these. Oh, yeah. I was picturing picturing more Voldemort. like a Voldemort. No, no, so I think it's like, like a Voldemort. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what
0: I mean. Yeah. And so Danny loses his fucking mind. He's like, oh, my God, this is the face of the, of the person who's taking care of me. This is the face of the person that, like, is so kind to me. This is the face of the person that basically I'm in, like, low-key love with. That's sucked out the venom from my arm that time. He hoovered that venom out of my arm. <laughs> And so he, like, love attacks him and starts, like, hard making out with him. And he's super into it. And it's really, really sweet. And then he's like, when I need you, you have to fuck me. It's time. Like, this, I need to be as close to you. Like, you need to be inside me. And so they have anal for the first time. And it's, like, the sweetest, most beautiful, hottest starts out wins trying to be really careful ends up Lots like super hot yeah win is always like are you sure are you like everything every interaction has been like either are you sure or like tell me what tell you me want me.
2: Oof.
0: <sighs> so good and now like the most important thing is that they get attacked right danny
2: Yes, because after this, they're, like, in the little love bubble. They're, like, walking around. They're kind of, like, entranced. Oh, yeah. And now they're just, like, always touching each
0: other. Like, all yes. pretense has gone. They're, like, together. They're in love. Constantly touching. It's adorable. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, there is one thing they do find. So they find a man on the side of the road who has, he's near the end of his, life, like, the husk. He's the husk. That's all that's left. He is dying. The parasites dying, and that's what motivates him to be like, "I want to see your face," because he's like, "Life is too short. These parasites are out here killing people. I want to see your face." Yeah. So that's what leads it. Sorry, I just saw Mm. that out. I was flipping. No, that's
0: beautiful. You're so right. So yeah, he sees this um, this dude, and like, he realizes that when the parasite dies, the person turns into the same husk. So this thing has nothing to do with when. Like, you know what I mean? Win is just making sure that the parasite is, is, is stopped.
2: Dies, and it doesn't reproduce anymore, because if it yeah. re- gets to a point, it'll just take over humanity.
0: Yeah. yeah. We also find out at some point that Wynn's species, the reason he can, like, sense these parasites is because yes. they're sort of a subspecies within the same genus. Yes. Huh. So, yeah, they're like the animalistic version of Win, sort of. Yes. And so he, Danny finds out that, like, very begrudgingly, Wynne tells him that they are born from eggs. Like, he refuses yes. to say more no. than that, but he's like, we are born from eggs. And, and Danny's like, oh, whoa, that's really bubba-ba. And he's like, you're not totally disgusted? And he's like, what? No, tons of animals are born from eggs. Like, psh, that's <laughs> no problem whatsoever. Yeah. And, and his species only has one gender, but they yes. can, like, mate, and then one of them lays the eggs. There's no specifics on, like, who or why or whatever. Yeah. But now, they're walking through the desert. Yes, this is the important part. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, all of a sudden, there's a bang, and Wind's head just explodes. Like Yes. Like, the whole head left shot. half of his head is gone. And Danny... Hits the ground and he's like sobbing and he's like, tr- like, he's almost pulling a Jackie O, you know, like trying to put the yeah. pieces back together like she did in the car when JFK yeah. got shot. Like he's, <laughs> it's a sad. And I was just going to say, Winn has
2: gotten shot and hit before, but usually he just like keeps on going. This time he's shot, he's down, he's bleeding, he's not breathing. He's not moving.
0: Now, I was going to say he feels cold, but he kind of always feels cold. He's all, yeah, he's always a little bit yeah. cold. The only thing that's hot is that channel, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. So Danny thinks, like, oh, this is, he's... It's he's, it. this He's super dead. They've done it. Yeah.
2: And so while he's hunched over him, suddenly he gets a boot to his temple, and he gets, like, knocked... He doesn't get knocked out, but he gets kicked in the head, and who is there?
0: His superiors from the military. Those two oh. fucking bad leaders... Hamish and like warrior or something, yeah. Because some of them survived, and and unfortunately, like the worst of the worst were the ones who survived, and they're the ones who've been chasing them.
2: So they're like,
0: we're no, we know you're fornicating with that thing, and like you're a monster. You say fornicating, like it was the 1920s. They said that. They said fornicating. I know. know. Um, (laughs) And so then, trigger warning. They take him and it's like about 5 to 9 days of straight yeah. torture. Yes.
1: Oh. What what is the trigger warning we're giving for like violence? For, yes. torture. for violence, okay. straight
0: torture, violence, yeah. like graphic uh, descriptions of torture. At one point he like loses a pinky toe.
2: Yes. Oh.
0: And they also brand him. And they brand him. And then they carve in – so they brought back the old-timey thing of, like, branding a D into their chest if they're deserters. But then one of the guys got so angry that he wasn't cooperating with them and telling them the information that they wanted that they carved the rest of the word into his chest, the rest of deserter.
1: Yes. That's a long word. Yeah,
0: it's a long one, you know?
2: They want him to tell him information about who went. They want all that information they were trying to get at the beginning of the book. They want to know, why is he here? What's this hunt about? He's like, we know you know. We know. They also blame him for the original breakout. They're like, we know you all were cooperating at the Mm -hmm. beginning. How did you get him to do all that?
0: Yeah, how did you how did you control him? Is what they mm-hmm. really want to know because these fuckheads oh. have been grabbing all these monsters and keeping them in cages with the hopes of like not to stop them from killing humans. They don't give a shit about that. They want to use them as weapons, and so that's what they've been of trying course to figure because out. they're
1: humans. Yeah, yeah they are the worst, and that's always what they're trying to do.
0: Yes, so we're like mid torture. It's bad. He's like getting beaten nearly to death. And they've been showing him pictures of like Win's lifeless body and stuff. It's and and then they're like, "We're cutting him up today. We're gonna do a big exploratory autopsy." This is horrible. Very be exciting. Bad. Yeah, and he still won't cooperate with them. But he's been so he's been not only tortured but also grieving the loss of his one true love yes. this whole time, and he's also dehydrated and starved. So then he blacks out because he is like kicked a lot about the head and really the whole body. So then. He blacks out, and then he wakes up in a motel. a <laughs> motel room again. And he's like, I must be dreaming. And then a big hooded horned man comes over and, like, sits on the bed. And he's like, Danny, oh, my God, you're awake. And Danny's like, no, you're <laughs> dead. I'm dreaming. I'm doing a big hallucinate no, on myself. so about I it. hate it. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. So he finally convinces him that he is real. He's like... His whole like his horn is only half seized and his you know skin's all pink and shit because it's it, you can tell he's been it's regenerated yeah yeah, yeah. so it took him a while though you know understandably he it took him a minute to regenerate half of his head and that was the time that Danny was getting tortured
2: so doesn't like a cool line where he's like no man can kill me or something mm-hmm. something it's like cuz he was mm-hmm. like how did you survive he's like you know humans can't kill me no man he's can like, kill me he's like i healed and as soon as he as soon as he recovered he's like i came for you
0: not only did he come for him but he got his backpack okay he, <laughs> he found his backpack and then he found him a whole new set of clothes and a new helmet and like and he, boots and stuff <gasps> and he beat up the guy who was
2: beating him up like that guy did not Make it to the end he of He tore ball.
0: him to shreds he, is what happened. Yeah. It was good Excellent. stuff. Excellent.
1: As he should have.
0: He hits all of the caretaking markers that you want in your mm-hmm. monster romance, mm-hmm. I feel like.
2: So now we do a big... It's a big hurt comfort thing.
0: It's like weeks and weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Of him healing and being taken care of. But he's getting more and more agitated and restless because when is distant. He's also having, like, insane PTSD nightmares. Nightmares. It's really bad. So he's having a really hard time, and he's essentially been locked in this one hotel room.
2: Because also playing in the back of his head is he's remembering that conversation that Wynn had with Eden about how he's young and he's going to get hurt, and if Wynn isn't careful... like mm. he needs to take care of him. So he doesn't want to be seen as a burden. Yeah. So anytime he like wakes up crying or anytime he feels like where he feels weak, he he kind of he's trying to hold it back and keep himself away from when because he doesn't want to appear needy yeah. and like as a burden to, to him.
0: I will say one of the scene, like, everybody – I feel like I cannot recommend this book highly enough because one of the things we, like, sort of skipped over because it's hard to recap is, like, they have one of the most beautiful conversations I've ever read in which um, Wynne is basically like, you know uh, – Danny says, like, oh, my God, I have to stop crying. And this is literally right after he wakes up, they're going to shower. It's his first, like, shower yeah. afterwards. And he's like, oh, I'm such a mess. Why am I such a mess? And Wynn is like, don't do that. You've had enough trauma to, like, drive most people insane. Mm -hmm. You're the strongest person I've ever known. And you're so good. And I'm so sorry that I'm the reason all of this happened to you. And and Danny's trying to be like, no, you're absolutely not. Like, I hated the military anyway. Blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. Danny now starts getting super pissed off. Because once he starts feeling better, he tries putting the the moves on Win a couple times. And... He gets like passive aggressively rejected. It's hmm. like, yeah, it's kind of like he's rebuffed
2: because Wynne is so in his head about the trauma that just happened to him. Like he doesn't want to, he'll give him like gentle touches. He'll give him comforting touches. But when like Danny tries to get more like aggressive and forward, he, he puts a stop to it. Cause like Hmm. he doesn't want to, I guess, hurt him. Or he appears distracted. It seems like there's, I couldn't figure out what was going on. Is it because he's distracted about all the stuff that's going on? Or he's like, I don't want to hurt you.
0: Like he's, he's always, he's got this like mouse on a wheel in his head being like, Mm -hmm. what is a thing I can do right now that will make it better in some way or another? And then, and then anytime he feels like he's forgotten something, he's like, oh my God. And he does like a big self-flagellation. And so he's like, oh, why didn't I get you a weapon like three months I think, ago? I have to go right, right now. And I and had I to get you a better and weapon. Me. Yes. And meanwhile, Danny's like, I would like to hop on your D. <laughs> and like, I don't need a weapon right now. I want your weapon. Yeah. your weapon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a baseball bat. I've got one right here. It's yours. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's and, and then he's doing the very young person I'm feeling rejected and bad, yes. and I don't know how to talk about it, and so I'm just going to lash out. Things, yes. which is very mm. understandable. So he starts getting really crabby with Win, and it gets to the point where like Win's like, he's like, "Oh, are you staying tonight?" You know, he's like, "Are you are you staying to snuggle me?" And Win is like, "Do you want me to?" And he's like, "I don't know, whatever do what you, you want, want to do." Yeah, and then. <laughs> So he doesn't get into bed, but he does realize that he sat at the foot of the bed all night. hmm And, like, it's... Ooh. So anyway, long story short, Eden arrives at some point, And he realizes that they're, they're scheming to enact this plan where Eden's going to take him out east. Yes. And he gets real mad about it. And so he comes yes. out and Wynne tells him this. Well,
2: there's a little... There was, I was just going to say this is my favorite thing where we learn that Wynne can imprint... He tells him this first. He tells him about how his species can imprint and how when he saw him on the battlefield, he was like the first person who like didn't look at him with disgust and And all this other thing. And treated him Mm. with respect. And how like when he took his helmet off that first time in the base, he's like, it just happened. It wasn't even conscious. I imprinted on you. So now wherever you are, I will know where you are and you will know where I am. We can sense each other. And that's Mm. how he leads to saying... So, yeah, sorry, it, well, I'm going to, yeah. Well, so the
0: one thing I do want to say is that Danny makes it clear. He's like, wait, so are does that make your feelings for me? Like, does it force you to have feelings for me? And does it force me to have feelings for you? And he's like, no. So on your end, it does nothing other than you can sort of sense me and you can feel my presence more than other people. On my end, it doesn't create feelings. It just solidifies them yeah feelings have to already be there and then it happens and it was like it was just like a involuntary response you know because he saw his faded Mm. mate's face for the first time that is like my
2: like i don't want to say kink my trope like i love faded mates i love imprinting i love Mm -hmm. any kind of like bonding shit i was here for it
0: i know but that
2: is because danny does go say like I, i was so touched and he's like then he ruined it yeah (laughs) Then he ruined
0: it. It's so good. (laughs) The writing in this book is so good.
2: Yes, by following up, by saying, Eden is going to come and he's going to take you to these raiders he knows out in the east because apparently I can no longer keep you safe.
0: And so So. Danny now gets like, Fucking pissed! He's like mad. he finally, he has had it. He can't anymore, and so he like goes in and he's like, "If you don't want to fucking be with me, that's fine, but you're not gonna dictate this to me." And mm-hmm. wins like I took advantage of you. Like I created a scenario in which I could feel like I gave you a choice, but you didn't have a choice that first time. Like you mm-hmm. had to come with me to survive. And Danny's very like, I don't even know if this is true or not in my inner monologue, but I would have gone with you no matter what i was drawn to you too and so they're going back and forth and danny's finally like no you know what fuck this fuck you fuck eden you're not gonna force me you're not gonna just like put me away in a cupboard when you're done with me so like if you don't want me around anymore fucking fine great but i'm not going out east i'm leaving right the fuck now and Mm -hmm. i will see you never again and Mm -hmm. win's like wait though where are you going and he's like, just like, away from here, away from you. I'm just going to get out of your hair. I'm just going like, to go into the waste and like survive. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. He says it so many times. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be mean, fine. Because he just doesn't want to be told what he's going to do. It's like, okay, yeah. we're yeah. not going to be together.
2: Then you're. I'm going to go and I'm going to have some kind of saying I'm going to do what I want and I'm just going to leave. It's really stubborn because he knows he has to. He no, knows. He's no, boxing It's funny that I can
1: tell. Corner how pronounced the voice is in this book because i can get it from both of you when you're telling me the story (laughs) like i can i know what the voice of this writing is
0: it's so it is it's so vibrant it's so good so finally he's like he finally breaks down and he's like you know what stop making excuses it's okay you're allowed to change your mind but like at least be fucking honest with me before i leave and win is like I don't compute what's happening. And he's like, you just – you don't want me. You haven't touched me in weeks. You are distant. Like, you're – I I don't feel loved by you. And now you're sending me a fucking way. So, like, tell me. What's up? We we forgot something, <laughs> I believe. We oh, forgot yeah. the other monsters. Oh, God. These other monsters came and tried to take him and it was bad. And then this- Wynn slaughtered him and stuff. But, like <laughs> –
2: because that's what led to it. Because right after the kidnapping, yeah. he like barricades Danny in the room. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to go get supplies. And they have this thing where he barricades the front door and then he, he gets out via smoke. And so one night, mm. Danny in the hotel room monster. on his own, when suddenly there's like a banging at the door and he gets punched in and four other monsters come in and they're like, that's when's human. That's the human who has him, like, so, you know, befuddled. It's like, oh, we're going to take him. And we're going to see if Mary the Collector, somebody named Mary the Collector somebody is brought Mary up. Mary
0: the Collector, who I feel like, like oh. is going to be prominent in future books. Probably. Mary the
1: Collector sounds scary as
2: shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they're like, how much do you think Mary the Collector would give us for him? And one guy is like, I, he likes... Demon dick, let's see if he likes mine. Like, it gets really, it gets really rapey. threatening. Yeah, real Not fast. Cool.
0: One of the, like, the leader of them is this, like, sunburnt-skinned, gangly, like, lady humanoid with, um, with tentacle mouth. Mm-hmm. No. Oh. So, that's fun. Anyway, yeah, I okay, so that yeah, one. that's why. And, like, Danny Danny clocks him with he's his baseball bat. bat and stuff, and then Wind comes in and does tear them to shreds. And then he's like, you need to fuck off back east because I can't keep you safe. I'm so bad at this. I'm ba- I'm a bad boyfriend, and I cannot keep you safe no matter what yes. I fucking do.
2: That's what leads to that whole yes. thing. Because it's okay. the whole military whole and the monsters. It's everything. It's a bad week for them, honestly. Just yeah. not a great week.
0: Wynn's overwhelmed, and that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now um, they're in the middle of this fight and Danny's like, you can't make this decision for me. You make no sense. Because when now is like, I don't want you to leave. I don't know what, when have I ever said I want you to leave? It's just something we have to do. And he's like, you make no sense. And he like grabs him by his shirt and like pushes him up against the wall. It's very and he's visible. like, you're not allowed to make this decision for me. Oh my God. It's such a good tirade because it ends with like... I want to be with you and you want to be with me. And so if we want to fucking be together, then we're gonna be. And then they just like start making out hard. And then Danny pushes him up against this like credenza in the motel and pops him up on it. And they're like making out and shredding each other's clothes off. And then Danny fucks Wynne right there. And it is so hot and there are these moments where it, it talks about how like he can't help but like look down at this visceral image of like him going inside when and like them becoming one, like where they're joined. It's. So good, and like this is such a good example of like every sex scene doing something different and moving Mm -hmm. the plot forward. Because this is just like this is we're together forever, and we're never gonna fight again. Sex, you know, (laughs) like it's (laughs)
1: that's some intense sex.
0: (laughs) Angry leading to make up sex.
2: Yes, yeah. Yeah. I found the tirade. If you want to read read it, he's like. Um, so stop being a fucking coward when the soul leader, if you really don't want me, no other excuses, just me, you tell me right now and I'll leave and we'll be done. Otherwise, start getting used to the fucking fact that you can't protect me from everything. And I'm not made of glass. I can handle myself. I can look after myself. And if we both want to be together, we're going to fucking be together. (gasps) Yeah! Oh my God! Don't really be a coward. Win the soul I win the, f- the full name. Yeah. The full name is what got me.
0: Holy Called shit! Yeah. <laughs> so now they're together forever, and he finds out that Win like makes the choice to go hibernate, and so now he's not going to hibernate anymore because he has someone. I have like a craft question and like an industry question. Maybe can you have an H E A? where one being is basically immortal and the other one has the lifespan of like a flea in comparison. Mm.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because I looked, there is apparently a novella where they decide to solve. Yes. I haven't read it, so I can't spoil I it, but, but but according to the back cover copy, they decide to solve that very problem. Yes.
0: Okay, good. Because I was like, I do need that wrapped up in a bow for this to be like, not a happy for now, because when will be devastated to death, when mm. his imprinted one dies, you know,
2: because they make drop really hits that Win is like millennia old. Yeah, like he's been around yeah. since okay. the beginning of human civilization. Yeah, so he's ancient.
0: So anyway, okay, I'm so glad that you <laughs> did research. You smart. Well,
2: I just appreciate Kendall saying like, "Hey, you read this book. Here's the rest of the series." So I did go. <laughs> yeah, I did convenient. go and read the description. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, I was gonna say Eden pops back up. Oh my god. Because he when lets let lets Danny tell Eden that the plan has been changed. And yeah. like he's really aggressive about it. He's yeah. like I'm not going with you. I'm staying with Wynn. You both better just shut up and deal with it. And, and also, so like,
0: stop trying to break us up. Yeah. And then they have, like, this bonding moment where Eden's like, I wasn't, I like you. I wasn't trying to break you up. It's just like, I was, you're so, you're so great. So and I don't want you to, like, get broken to death, you know? Yes. That's They're all. Like- it's really sweet. <laughs> like, I really
2: like so Eden. Sweet. I'm really excited for Eden's book.
0: Yeah. He pops up because. Uh, Lily Maine wants you to one-click book too hard, <laughs> and, like, you. I already have. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. This book is so good. Anyway. Yes. Okay, yeah, and then the epilogue is the very first scene. It's, like, two – it's very short. It's two pages of the very first time Wynne sees Danny on the battlefield. Yes, because this
2: whole book has been from Danny's oh. POV.
0: Like, we don't get anything from Wynne's POV, but this very last
2: chapter is that first scene – From Wynn's POV. And it's basically how I haven't seen this. He talks about how he's, it's not in the first scene. It's kind of an amalgamation of all the scenes. But he's like, Mm. as soon as he took the helmet off and I saw his face, even if I wasn't, even if I didn't know who he was, he was familiar to me because he was mine. He was Mm.
0: mine. He was my everything is the last line of this fucking brilliant (laughs) book. So I love it. Yes. Oh, my God. It was everything. It did all the things I wanted it to do and like some things I didn't know I wanted. And it like told me things about (sighs) weird sexy kinks I now have because of brilliant romance authors who have changed my DNA.
1: You um, keep getting the dick pockets. I'm so mad about this. If you get the next dick pocket, I'm going to be convinced it is, like, deliberate, and you are stealing the dick pockets no. from me, and we're going to fight.
0: It's the fucking universe, because she takes care. The universe I it. deserve
1: dick pockets. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> There's
0: a
2: mug. There's a mug. (laughs) I need another. I'm trying to like do the dick pocket, but I don't have a thing to poke out. You need another hand. Your thumbs,
0: like, so good.
2: Yeah. Because I told Melody this was my first. Mm -hmm. And I think I had to double check. This is my first monster book. Like I've read Mm -hmm. paranormal. I've read Alien. But this is actually my first like monster fucking book. So I didn't know what to expect. Like when it came down to pulling his pants down, I was like. I literally have no idea what to expect here. So I'm just You guys teased that
1: one out. I was sitting here like what's in his pants? What's in his pants? And you're both like, uh uh just tell me what's in there. there.
2: (laughs) So many things, so many things. Fucking carnival is in his pants is the answer. So like it was just a lot. I wanna know so in a monster book, is it typical to make, cause I, one thing I thought that was interesting is how they had, like, he was when, he was when the soul Eater. He's this big, scary, like, the reputation precedes him, infamous. But it turns out, oh, secret softy who's actually trying to save humanity. Is that typical? Is it, or are there some monster books where, like, no, he's a monster, and apparently that's just what the hero is into. He's just into, like, genuine, like, monstrous, beastly people. Does that make sense? Less yeah, appearance, yeah. more personality.
1: No, I mean, I think, I, I'm trying to think of like other ones we've done so far, you know, like the orc book that we did. It's like the humans think that the, have been told that the orcs will like kill you and fuck your corpse and they're bad right. and they're whatever. And the orcs are really trying to make peace. And okay. he's like the orc she gets kidnapped by. His master plan is to like make peace with the orc, with the people in the orcs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've definitely seen that before. I'm trying to think of examples where that he's like a legit monster and stays a monster.
0: Cause it's, I is, mean, that isn't the that thing? most is of the, the Immortals thing? After Dark series?
1: But they are – I mean, to work romantically, there has to be a soft center, That's right? Sure. I was going to say.
2: Is that the thing? Is that what, like, draws people to it? It's like it's this big, scary, beastly monster. But for one person or for, he's like – He's not a monster for deep you. down, he's really, like, a big – Yeah, He's misunderstood. I do yeah. feel
0: like you see – I feel like a morality chain is a trope that often is coupled with monsters. Monsters. Don't you okay. think?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Like, that kind of thing. But I don't know. I went into this book prepared to have him just fall in love with an otherworldly psychopath. I was ready for it. I was down for mm. it. I was going to be okay. Because, like, monsters are going to monster, you know? right? But I really, really love that she made it bonkers in other ways. Yes. You know? Mm. Like, it worked so well in this book because his personality never really changes. He's always fairly silent. He always mm-hmm. communicates mostly with, like, huffs and, like, he amused stuff. Oh, I love Amused that. noises and stuff. You know, he's never, he's never really, like, super emotive. Right. But when he uses his words, they are yes. either dirty as fuck <laughs> or, like, they matter emotionally. Yes. Hmm boy isn't that a combination you know
1: yeah yeah anyway i love that character type
0: yeah so. same all right danny do you have aftercare for us cuz i feel like we all need it i'm i'm exhausted i'm spent <laughs>
2: <laughs> this part always challenges me cuz i'm eternally on hip so i don't listen but. or reading a lot of new stuff so i have three things i've been reading and are doing mm. and they're all old af but maybe one of them will appeal to you so the book I had, was thinking about what we could do before I decided it was too much was the, um, sp- I don't remember what the whole series is called, but the first book in the series is called His to Claim by Theodora mm. Taylor. Ooh. I don't know if you all have read those yet. Not yet. They, they are <laughs> wild. <laughs> so they come with a shit ton of trigger warnings, which yeah. is why I was like, maybe let's not do that, but they are wild, but they are really addicting and you read all of them and it's insane. So. That I've been doing. I've been strangely rewatching the Terminator franchise for some inexplicable reason. So. That
1: feels like it. It well suited to this kind of world. yeah,
2: I, I guess. Make, have you have you seen the first Nader? Have either have you seen it?
1: Not in a really long time.
2: Yeah. It's a, except for the ending. It's a romance novel, and I'm so mad. Like if they just change oh, the ending because he travels back in time to save Sarah Connor, and well, he falls yeah. in love with her in the he falls in love with her in the future, goes back in time to save her from this monstrous robot. They have all these sweet moments. It's the ending that kills it. So I've been rewatching. Determine your franchise for inexplicable reasons. And a podcast I was going to recommend, again, nothing related, but I've been listening a lot to, um, I feel like you probably listened to it too, because you used a word they use a lot, the true crime obsessed. True crime obsessed. I love that podcast. I love, um, that I love podcast. true crime obsessed. Wow. Yeah, Wait, what's they, the word that
0: they use a lot? I, I, I just, meant to credit them in the moment, and then I got too excited about something else. Um, bears going to bear. Yes. Because they say that bear. a lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I so say that a lot.
0: I'm gonna find that episode. It's, I believe it's Grizzly Man. <laughs> yeah, it's Grizzly. It's their episode on Grizzly Man. It's so good.
2: I reached this like point where I like could not like ethically support true crime anymore because it started to feel kind of icky. But with true crime obsessed, what they do is they review true crime documentaries. So it's funny because they're not laughing or making jokes about like. That's why I never got into my favorite murder. They're not laughing or making jokes about like of crime or the victim mm-hmm. they're making jokes about like this documentary and how is it right. like with the grizzly man it's a lot of Werner Herzog impersonations yes and it's, it's so great
0: yeah it's so good <laughs> and their their episode is literally called grizzly man and it came out on um the very first time was february 12th 2019 super easy to find just go, yes. like go in your podcast app and do grizzly man seriously recent- Aaron has given me so many gifts but chief among them is True Crime Obsessed. I love I love it. <laughs> they
2: recently recap all of the new Unsolved Mysteries. Yes. It's so like all the Unsolved Mysteries on um, Netflix, Netflix. They did all those episodes. So that's what's been getting me going. They're not – nothing really new or I'm – it's been a hard year. So I'm like not caught up on reading. I am not caught up on
0: other podcasts. Sometimes I'm not the caught only up on thing movies. I can do is podcasts, you know? Yeah. So –
2: and then even that because I don't <laughs> – with book ones, it's because I was like, I'm going to read that book. Then I'm going to listen to the episode. And so usually yeah. by the time I've read the book and listened to the episode, it's a year old. Yeah. It's like, whoops. But that's yeah. that's my aftercare. All those things. Terminator and True Crime Obsessed.
0: Oh, I like it.
1: Those all work. <laughs> yeah. What do you have, and- Melody? All
0: right. I'm just going to go with it. Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I should just let all of my dirty secrets out into the world. And it's like, yes. it's an open secret. Okay. But – One of the only things that has given me joy outside of romance is Bachelor in Paradise. Okay? That's just real. That's life for me.
1: I mean, from the time I've spent on Twitter, you are not alone.
0: Yeah. You know, I have a complicated relationship with the Bachelor franchise, and we've done a couple of bonus episodes with, like, HB listeners who are equally as obsessed and conflicted about it, you know? (laughs) But, yeah, Bachelor in Paradise is just, like, a trough of glory that you can just immerse yourself in and, like, be the trash panda you've always wanted to be. And it, the finale was just this week. And so, actually, it's not necessarily even the show that I'm obsessed with, but I listen to, like, five Bachelor podcasts. It's like and so
1: oh, how have I not? Noticed this about me? Yeah, I'm so
0: quiet. (laughs) Oh, I'm so quiet about it. I mean, not not mostly because I'm quiet about most things I consume. Like I'm Mm, not.
2: I feel like based on on the years of listening to heaving.
0: Well, other than other than in like an official format like i'm i'm not the person who's gonna get on twitter and be like i can't believe Kenny proposed because i just i just like my brain just doesn't go there i love people that do because i do read those tweets a lot of times but Mm. i just never add my voice to like those forums anyway it's delicious and uh, the rose cast will you accept this rose game of roses there's so many love to see it All of those have really been keeping me company throughout the days. I love that. I
2: love that fandom has sprung up and it's like, here's a podcast for this very specific, like niche thing that you're into. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mine is so, most of us have been watching Ted Lasso. Yeah. There is an inappropriate but sexy relationship that's going on between. Should I not give any? I feel like I should not give Ted Lasso spoilers, but there is an inappropriate age gap power dynamic relationship that's happening in Ted Lasso. Okay. But it's, like, not giving me enough. Like, we get sort of one kind of morning after scene, but I don't, I want, like, I want to see the goods. So the book that gives you that is The Forbidden Man by Karina Ooh. And anyone who's in the Temple of Defiant Joy should be familiar with this title because we did it as a bonus book in October. Mm -hmm. And it is, like, a 40-year-old recently divorced woman. Mm -hmm. She's been humiliated because her husband has been like very publicly cheating. He's like the coach of Manchester United. She's a trainer for Manchester United. So they divorce and like she has to leave and start over because... They're not gonna get rid of the coach, even though he's a fuckhead. Yeah. So she has to go where she can find a job, and where she finds a job is in Madrid. Ooh. So she ends up being yeah. the like Madrid one of the Madrid trainers, and there's this I don't remember how old he's 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 in his twenties, sure. soccer player. A Spanish soccer player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like is trying and trying and trying to get her to like do the thing and she's like no boundaries 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 and then of course like finally they do the thing and it's so fucking hot like this book is just pants feelings and is it okay that she's dating him not really but like you do not give a shit by that point in the book you're like just do it and (laughs) yeah And he is, like, young, but that, like, has had a hard life, like, bad childhood, like, has really had to pull himself up by his bootstraps Mm. to where he is mature beyond his years and has that, like, older guy caretaker thing going on Mm. where he's, like... Your ex-husband was an asshole. I am not an asshole. Like, let me prove to you that this is not how it's going to be. Oh,
2: swoon. It's just
1: so good.
2: What was the title again?
1: The Forbidden Man. The Forbidden
0: Man. Oh. Yeah. Triple swoon on that one.
1: All right. Awesome. And Danny, podcasts following where can people find you
2: yes so the main podcast black chick lit you can find on twitter at black chick lit on the web black we're also on instagram kind of sort of yeah. the podcast <laughs> the ice planet podcast which i am like i'm currently working on the back end to get season two going mm. um ice planet pod on twitter ice planet podcast on the web yeah. um and that's that's it so either of those two places you can find me on twitter just danny d-a-n-i underscore Lacey l-a-c-e-y and that's where i'm at yeah it's a lot yay yeah
1: well so. thank you for gifting us with a smoke monster <laughs>
2: thank you yeah. for it having me A delight because um, i wouldn't have found like again i'm perpetually unhip i don't know if i would have heard about this until
0: like if you all hadn't told me about it so thank, thank you, you for- shayna yeah, yeah thank you shayna yeah. Gina, you my- have done a service for the world. And by the yes. world, I mean specifically mostly me because I'm a selfish <laughs> selfish person. Yes.
1: But next time you have to tell me there's a dick pocket so I can hoard the reading.
0: Listen, <laughs> Bonkers listeners, you don't have to do that, you know? You can just let the universe give what it's going to give.
1: Decide where your loyalties um. lie. <laughs>
0: Danny, thank you so much for coming to hang out with thank us. You. I love, love having you on and chatting <laughs> with you and being in your
2: presence. Really, I'd be happy to do it again if you all are ever feeling brave enough to do that one alien series. Think of me because I have yeah. So let's many do thoughts. it. Hell so yeah! All right. Well, just now let we have me to. Know. We've had the warm up. Yeah, it's intense. That's my. That's the one. That's why I didn't feel comfortable like just throwing it out as the first. Suggestion as our okay. first go because there's a lot. So
1: I can do intense.
0: Okay, <laughs> we love intense. Okay. Intense is like, really our trigger
1: warnings, and I'm like, oh, tell yeah, me more. Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. Remember, next week is our first Temple of Defiant Joy exclusive episode. So if you want to catch the whole thing, you'll need to be a member. We'll be recapping Stalked by the Kraken by Lillian Lark with Katie Robert. And if you like the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser and tell two friends
1: about us. You can support us by heading over to the Temple of Defiant Joy on our website at bonkersromance.com temple. By joining, you support us. You get the final episode of each month, like next week. You get bonus content. <laughs> naked and afraid of love (laughs) you get the bonkers book club video of these episodes and more and i'm just saying naked and afraid of love is what we're recapping right now for bonus episodes and it is glorious while you're on our website you can also use it to ask about advertising rates recommend books that we should recap you can apply to be a spotlight author through our bonkers book club
0: Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Woo! We're at Bunkers Romance. And we have a Facebook group, The Altar of Defiant Joy. Or if you want to be like the most personal, email us anything you want at bonkersromance at gmail.com. So go enjoy your next Bonkers read. And remember, when in doubt, do the thing that scares you.